Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Alive, a podcast where we talk about everything and help you live an optimum life. On this episode, I've got an old friend of mine with me from school, Riti Sharma, or as people call her, Roti Sharma. Uh, so Riti is from Manipal and being a girl, she's from Mechanical. So kudos to that. So, Riti, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jayan. Thank you for that amazing introduction. And I have to say that name was actually given to me by the only other girl in my class. So you had like uh, two girls in total. In yeah, including me. So how was, the, how was the male attention that you were getting in mechanical? Okay, one misconception I'm going to, you know, clear... Uh, so everybody just says, uh, everybody was asking me how was your first day in mechanical and this and that. I'm just like, the first week especially is just so awkward because um, you, uh, so the actually good or decent guys that you want to be friends with will never come and talk to you just, um, just because they think they're looking creepy or seeming creepy. So it's always you who has to go and go up to them and talk to them and start a conversation. They're very hesitant initially, and to it's basically on you to go and break the ice. And okay. the people who actually come and talk to you are maybe people you don't want to uh, be friends with because they are actually creepy. You know your classmates might listen to this episode. It's okay. I don't have to meet them again. <laughs> yes. Oh no, no, I love them. Don't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> So the reason we have Riti on this podcast today is because she's done with her college life and we have invited her to talk about the things that she learned, the fuck ups that she made in her so college life and so that you can maybe learn from her experiences. So coming to college life, Riti, uh, one thing I've often noticed is that uh, students, what they tend to do is that they uh, tend to compare themselves with you know their friends and their classmates and so the thing is like uh even though each and every person is unique in in his uh, like Mm -hmm. you know uh, own way uh, but they still like still they are carried away by this urge to compare themselves on maybe the on like uh, on basis of their marks or you know the things that they have or the friends that they have and so what was your experience like uh, when it comes to comparing yourself to your friends? <laughs> I think the transition from school to college is a huge uh, transition because in school you're very protected. You're all from the same place, like same region. Uh, you have similar habits or similar uh, upbringing or whatever. Once you go to college, you're, the people around you just change. There's so many different kinds of people from all parts of India or maybe even outside. So the kind of exposure you get with respect to the people around you is very different. And uh, that is something you can take in two ways. You can either get intimidated by that, that, oh, uh, I'm probably not from uh, a place where all these people are from and feel uh, less of yourself. Or you can take it in a way where you can see that oh there's so many different people so many different uh types of people different behaviors and uh, what you can learn from them or what you can uh, how you can connect with them uh, okay. so i 
think initially I was very intimidated. I was I, in my first semester especially I was kind of intimidated by the different people around me. Uh, it it does take time to get used to obviously. Yeah. Uh, not for everyone, but uh, <laughs> this is for the people who actually <laughs> do take time. Um, okay. And <clears throat> sec uh, after my second sem, I think I became a little more comfortable with the people around me and. Uh, how they were or what they did. Okay. So uh, you mentioned that like you know college is a place where you have people from all over the I think the country, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> it's like basically a ground where you meet so many different people and so many yes. Like the amount of diversity present in a college and not just like you know. Uh, geographically or based on religion but mm. even in uh, on terms of talent because yeah and especially i've noticed that in engineering colleges you have people who can do everything and anything i would know i was the cultural <laughs> secretary i'm telling you then we have around uh like uh, combining the technical and uh, cultural clubs we have almost we are north of 50 so okay everybody is into something or the other be it you and the best part is that you don't have to be doing that from school or anything yeah you have such a good platform to just yeah. learn i had never acted before the first time i acted was uh after coming to college and the, the people are so supportive because they help you they teach you right yeah. So many of my friends are into stand-up. I know you also <laughs> tried it. <laughs> I know that. Then I settled with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you were... I mean, I think you were fine. You, yeah, you find me funny. That's charming. <laughs> so, uh, you mentioned that you were the secretary for... Cultural, cultural secretary. Yeah. And you told me that last year you organized your fest. And that was on a... Like a pretty large scale. Yeah. Oh, we call divine. Yeah. I, what, so what was the lineup for the fest? Divine, Ritwiz, uh, the local train, Progressive Brothers, Vedas and Atul Khatri. Atul Khatri. So I don't think like I have seen even like a paid fest. Even Zomaland I don't think had that good of a lineup. Haha, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so, uh, so you were I think behind organizing such a great fest. Uh, what was your experience organizing you know such a big scale event i can talk about this for hours <laughs> but uh, please summarize in two yes, minutes <laughs> two minutes wow that's very difficult uh i think uh, the major uh, point of learning in this is that you're dealing with 300 people on a daily basis and you're the one organizing everything and coordinating between those 300 people okay. along with the administration who obviously has i mean it's so um, they are uh, they are very supportive but we don't always see eye to eye so okay. you uh, have to deal with that side then you have to deal with this side and uh, obviously when there is an interaction with so many people everybody has different opinions everybody has different uh, things they want to do so there are definitely a lot of fights okay. <laughs> some politics as well <laughs> but in the end if i think everybody knows that they want a fest that is you know the best so okay. having that one uh goal or aim that everyone shares yeah. is definitely a help 
Okay, that's that's good. So I remember you invited me to the fest, but yeah, for <laughs> some reason I was not able to come. <laughs> I gave you such good incentives as well. Uh, I was busy with my exams, I think, at that time. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> So, uh, talking about the transition from school to uh, college, yeah. so what I feel like in case of engineers, what happens is that uh, in school they <clears throat> they are busy studying and like they are you know deep down in uh, academics. Yeah, and in college you're more uh, <coughs> out there to explore who yeah, you actually so, are. So I think like the uh, the balance between the academics and the mm-hmm. co-curricular activities is actually very important. You know, very important, and it is something that students learn about in college. Yeah. Because before that, it is just uh, academics and mostly yes. Yeah. So I think like when students enter the engineering college, they find a hard time adjusting to the different types of co-curricular activities that you know mm. they're there because because uh, in school we're just. Uh, <coughs> Our studies are also very general. They are like the it's the basic education. Yeah. After in college and after that, you have to decide. <laughs> <laughs> the decision point is there where where you want to go, what you want to do. So that's very intimidating for uh, everybody. It's actually very it's intimidating. intimidating for an eighteen year old because yeah. people are usually like eighteen or seventeen when they enter college. And still, there's like so much pressure and so many expectations that yeah. you're supposed to know what you want, what to do. I think uh, that is the reason why people start following their seniors blindly. Yeah. And so I think that is when they start comparing themselves. So it's like if there's a guy in your college who got a certain placement <laughs> and you want the same placement, then you will most likely do the same thing so you'll follow that senior you'll uh, most probably join the same societies yeah you'll take the same subjects you'll do the same things but you don't realize that like uh, the you amount of factors yeah you you lose your own self in yeah. that you know pursuit of success uh, that is so blind hmm. uh, i was a little different in that okay <laughs> because... you've always been different riti <laughs> <laughs> Like, I knew what I wanted to do uh, since I was in 12th. I mean, in fact, I had a plan even. What do you, what do you want to do? Wait, I'll tell you. I'm Achha, going to okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I had this plan from the beginning that uh, I had my eyes on a certain technical club in college. Okay. Uh, I was like, okay, first year, I'll get into that club. Uh, three years, I'll uh, do uh, everything that was uh, happening in that club. And then... Uh, I was supposed to go in this this field. I was very interested in aerospace. Okay. So I wanted to do that, and it was all set. Okay, proper planned out college life and everything, <laughs> everything done. No plan B, of course. Okay. Okay. And this was something that I actually um, put my hundred percent in. So you know when you give your J, you're like. Ari, I know I didn't study enough. So if I had studied properly, it would happen. That's what you think, right? Yeah. Because you know that uh, I know I didn't study. There's, there's was... nothing wrong with me. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with me. I know that I would have studied properly. It would happen. But this was something, I think for the first time, I actually did give in my 100%. And for some reason, I did not get it. Okay. okay. So that was like, that was a first for me. 
Yeah. Uh, so like, it was, was like my first failure. First time you were facing rejection. Yeah. Uh, like, okay, kind it's of. kind of a rejection. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You can say that. But that was my first thing that I gave in my 100%. I wanted it really badly and I did yeah. not get it. Okay. And now because I had this all planned out college life, suddenly everything just went into pieces. I was like, okay. oh, now what? Yeah, okay. I was like, this is the end of my first year. Mind you, I have three more years to go. And I'm huh. like, my college life is a waste. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. There's, I don't know what I'm going to do. And it was it was a very bad time, okay? okay. And I, I was just lost. I had never been that lost. I was like, now what do I do? <laughs> then uh, I started talking to people. Okay. Then I realized that the more I said, the more I told my story, the easier it was to get over it. Okay. Because it gives you clarity on where you went yeah. wrong or whatever you did, right? So, um, if you ever want to get over something, just talk about it and get it out of your system. <laughs> That's why I have this podcast with you. <laughs> yeah, I figured. It's okay, there. if you'll get there. <laughs> get where? I don't know where I want to go. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> getting dark <laughs> but yeah so coming out of college life uh, what I feel is like a lot of people throughout their college life are on this autopilot mode because it's like they are making decisions which they think are their like you know are their own but they are actually motivated by the people around them hmm. and most of the time seniors so as I mentioned like if there's a senior that uh, like who is successful yeah so uh, you will be more likely to do the same things rather than figuring it out for your yeah, own so self. Yeah, that's what I did. So after uh, I didn't have anything to do, a senior asked me to apply for the council. So I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> why not? Okay. And then uh, it turned out to be one of my best decisions. Okay. But uh, yeah, I can see the following the senior path. Yeah. And so in, in your case, it was like taking advice from a senior that worked for you. Mm, no, it was more like I don't have anything better to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> why not? Uh, okay, okay. So, like, uh, in my case, it's like most of the times people are following their seniors blindly just to get their, you know, that placement that they want. Yeah. And it's like they don't realize that, you know, uh, maybe that placement is something that they actually don't want. Yeah. They like, maybe they want it, but they, they don't need it. Like, you know, if they could, you know, set out on their own venture or something of their own, they would be much more successful mm. and much more happy in general in life. But it's like uh, they're in this environment in college where everyone is just working towards this one particular thing. Yeah. So now just subconsciously they have this belief that if you don't get a placement when you're out of college, you're not God enough. Worthy. Yeah, you're not worthy. People will not respect you. But which is not true because we have seen so many cases where people have, you know, done miserably at college, but they just figured out their own life maybe, you know, at 25, at 26, and yeah, now they're doing pretty well. I wasn't sitting for pla uh, placements in my college because I, I didn't want one, but I have so many friends who okay so there's so many companies com coming and then you just face rejection over rejection over it it breaks you from inside yeah yeah it does to i i have seen so many friends of mine struggle through that and it's it's a very traumatic experience yeah, yeah. and i i don't know i was just glad that i'm not 
part of it okay but uh, i think at that point you just really need to it affects you really badly it really does, need it to does. be there for your friends yeah i think talking about so uh, placement was something you were not a part of and yeah. so was there any fomo fear of missing out on no i was very happy you were very happy i okay. was very happy <laughs> everybody is this oh i have this process tomorrow i have that process tomorrow i'm like cool <laughs> <laughs> usually i've seen it in college there's this thing like you know if yeah, if a certain group of students uh, like if they're doing something then and if if you are not mm. doing that same thing you might have this fomo that's basically the definition of fomo yeah so it's like um, if there's a group of like friends who are going out and partying maybe every uh, yeah. other night yeah, and you are not doing that you will have this fomo and you'll feel bad about your own self but you don't realize that the time that they're spending and like wasting uh, partying that is a time maybe you're utilizing putting in the work on your own self and yeah. down the line in future that will pay off again the point comes to insecurities <laughs> insecurities yeah to be yeah. Uh, okay with how you are yeah. and uh, what you're doing because that's your own decision and your own choice yeah. you're doing that by choice you're not doing that because someone is asking you to that that actually gives you some sense of peace yeah i think like all of it just breeds from instagram cuz uh, you yeah, just open your your validation and we'll your... come to that later but okay <laughs> it's like every time you open instagram uh, you only see your friends or people you're following posting about happy things Yeah. It's like nobody would post that I just had a boring Sunday. I did not do th- anything. I just slept. Yeah, that's usually a. Yeah, like yeah, people yeah. are always posting about that. You know, I went out to this place. I took a road trip and this or that. Maybe they went to Goa. So yes. <laughs> we'll come to the Goa story later, Riti. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like when you see that and you are not doing anything fun, but you're just you know mm-hmm. working, you tend to like have that FOMO. Yeah, I uh, I did have that because again when I joined the council, suddenly uh, there was so much work to do, and I was missing out on uh, uh, meeting my friends or you know hanging out with them. Yeah. And I sort of there was a time when I sort of lost touch with the most of them because you don't meet them every day, and then yeah. uh, there are so many things that they don't know what uh, that have happened or you don't know what have happened what yeah. has happened in their life. So uh it was that but then again I was enjoying what I was doing a lot. Okay. So that sort of uh, I mean I had that in my mind that uh this is something that I'm doing be- because I want to do it yeah. and uh, my friends will <laughs> understand that that I am you know doing something that uh, is going to help me. Yeah. And I'm enjoying. So I luckily have pretty understanding friends. <laughs> I wish I wish that that's all the way like you don't know okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's also because I have filtering process and everything uh, okay. and okay. yeah okay. I don't get I don't get close to people very fast and then this whole <laughs> thing and process and everything uh, never mind okay Yeah so about this FOMO thing I don't like recently I've come to like this weird phase in my life 
where it's like even if I'm like out with my friends or I'm doing something fun in the back of my ha- like head I just have this image that I want to go home just lay in my bed get in my blanket and just read a yeah, book and sip green tea <laughs> I don't know that that's just the thing but, with me. But man. don't you think that uh, there should be a balance? It there should be a balance, but I don't know. I think winters are just for. Oh, okay. Winters <laughs> are an excuse that uh, can be ex- accepted. I mean, I just want to like lay in my blanket, sip green tea, and read yeah. a book throughout oh winters. God. I just want to hibernate. Can I go now? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So coming back to college life, so. Uh, college i think is like a four year or three year period where <clears throat> you sort of you know get to know your own self and yeah. things that you like you don't like and you just you know make an identity for your own self yeah so definitely how was that process for you like throughout the four years or three and a half years that you spent in college okay so as i said earlier i was uh intimidated i was i was kind of a shy girl if you remember from school i wasn't very socially <laughs> i remember i used to trouble you a lot oh in school oh my god i can't even <laughs> i cannot forget that it was so annoying <laughs> you and your three other friends oh my god anyway um <laughs> uh so after so as i said if you when you're talking with uh and you know coordinating with 300 people every day you automatically become social yeah. it, you go out of your comfort zone and you become social and uh, uh definitely i think the major difference between school me and co- uh, after college me is uh, the confidence for sure okay uh, i now uh, there are so many times you know so you uh, you're supposed to give a speech before the fest okay and uh, like in front of everybody in front of all the uh, members uh, who organize and administration everybody okay. and i gave that improv because i did not Achha, have the time shit. to write it okay so you know just going <laughs> up on stage and saying something <laughs> that is not too stupid i hope <laughs> i <laughs> will never know will never know <laughs> yeah it's, it's, that that is my insecurity <laughs> now right then uh anyway uh, so uh, confidence for sure okay um apart from that yeah again being social and being sure of myself okay and Damn also uh, uh so see uh, after that uh, failure my first failure okay first I did, failure yeah <laughs> I uh, realized that I would not do things because I was scared of failure. So that's like okay. the worst thing to do. Okay. You should never do that. So I just started going to random interviews I did not even want, okay. just to um, get out of that zone of not attempting something, okay. thinking that you might fail. Okay. That is very important. It is the most important thing of your life to not. Uh, uh hesitate to try something new just because you think you'll fail okay so that was something i learned and uh uh got out of the way hopefully mm. <laughs> again uh, so that was i think the major difference okay so i think with that we can come to the end of this episode and before we go any tips for your juniors or your friends from different colleges who might be going through the same journey as yours 
Wow, I, I don't think I would good to give tips, but... No, uh, like, you just completed your college life, so um, you might yeah. have something to give away. Again, I, I'll just go to this, the, do, do not hesitate to try new things in college, because this is the only time you can. Okay. You, you'll, you're the... Uh, you're at a stage where you're free from responsibilities and yet you are old enough to understand what uh, is happening around you. So yeah. just feel free to try everything uh, you can and make sure the person you're leaving uh, when like out of college is someone you really like and appreciate and when you Wait look back on your journey, the, you should have what? The way you said that, it sounded like you're leaving a relationship. So, guys, she meant the person that you are when you are leaving college. Yeah, yeah the person that you are when you're leaving college. You should really like that person. It's all about self-love. Come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The most important thing is to love yourself. Which I, I love true, myself. True, true. So, I think with that, we can end this episode. And also, I want you guys to check out the speech that Veerdas gave at some college, uh, I think it was a graduation speech. I don't remember which college, but I think the title of the speech is Be Stupid. So there mm-hmm. he just uh, is talking to students how they should be, you know, not take life so seriously and just maybe do stupid things often enough. And I think like there's this one part where he says that uh, so all of the students are sitting in the, you know, uh, on the ground on chairs and he is on the stage so he says that uh, at this point in your life all of you are broke and some <laughs> of you have student loans yes but all of you seem so happy that is like financially that you're fucked be, up yeah. but you still are so happy that should be college for you because yeah. you're growing as a person inside <laughs> So with that, shout out to Veerdas, my favorite comic ever. We will end this episode. You know what to do. Share this with your friends, family. Share it with Veerdas if you know him personally, please. (laughs) And that's a wrap. I'll catch you in the next one. Peace out.